Hello, audio listeners. Just a quick reminder, if you could just subscribe, rate, and review this bad boy, it helps us out so much. It truly makes a difference in making the show successful. Now, let's get into the show. I want you to verbalize every day. And I don't care if you're sitting on the toilet. I don't care if you're going on a walk. I don't care if you're at a bar mitzvah. You stop right now and say it. I am making the decision to move on. I'm making the decision that this relationship's over and I'm moving on to the next chapter of my life. The Self-Hype Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Self-Hype Podcast. I'm your host, Eli Vasquez, brought to you by Chobo Studios. And this is the episode. This is it. All things healing and heartbreak. This is the survival guide of when it comes to healing and getting it going on your healing journey in the most empowering way possible. So put down the ice cream, stop looking at a social. We're going to jump into it right now. Let's get it. I talk about this topic a lot in terms of the healing journey and in terms of, of the heartbreak. I actually have an eight week coaching program that focuses on this. I've worked with people around the freaking world in terms of when it comes to healing, when it comes to moving forward in your life, when it comes to moving into the next step. And I will say this right now, I freaking love breakups. I love breakups. I love it. I love it because it's something that did not work and wasn't meant to be. It's someone who you're letting go. Also a moment, an opportunity for let it go of something that did not serve you. A moment of deep seated reflection, deep negative emotions for you to learn to pick yourself up and grow like you never did before. On better understanding of yourself going forward, girl, these are the defining moments of our lives if we let it. Look, I get it. It's hard. It's difficult. It's, it's, I think it's more difficult when you're the one that gets broken up with, right? It, it, it's difficult when this, at a certain moment, you thought this was going to be your forever person. And maybe they did you dirty. Maybe they didn't. Sometimes it's even worse when they didn't. You guys just did not mesh. And the hurt is there and the pain is there. And you're wondering, what did I do wrong? What, uh, what I could have done better? What are some things? What does my life look like? Will I ever find anyone again? Will I ever be happy again? What are they doing? What are they looking at? Are, have they moved on? Have they, did they even really love me? Were all of these moments that I thought were special, nothing. And what do I do now? I love this moment because it forces you to realize who you are. And that is, there's rare moments. There's rare moments where it requires that. Like, like, I always say the worst moments of your lives are the best days of your lives. I look at my life and I see all the hardest moments ever that, which required the most, the most transformational amount of growth. Like I would not have this podcast. I would not have this coaching brand. I would not have served thousands and thousands and thousands of people with my digital content you know, hundreds of my clients from around the world. This would not be here if I did not come from one of the hardest, most impactful, distressing moments of my life. And that was me not loving myself, not taking care of myself to the point of a mental break where I had a panic attack and dropped to the ground. I thought I was going to die. I was at the lowest moment of my life. And if I did not have that, I would not be the person you're looking at today. And I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have created this whole thing. So I love heartbreak because it is a moment of safety. It's one of those rare moments where, you know, we're safe in our hurt. Like, yes, it hurts. Yes, it sucks. Yes, it's difficult. But this is like, you know, the sky's not falling. 
The world's not ending. You're not losing your job and running out of money. You're gonna, you can pay the rent. You still have your health. You still have your family. You still have your people, but it's still emotionally distressing. I'm not discounting that, but this is like a safety. It's like, you know, going on a roller coaster to face your fears. This is a really safe way to do it versus actually jumping out of a fiery plane. Um, so, so I, I say all that because this is for you. I know it's hard to hear. I know it's hard to hear, but it is really for you because you got to ask yourself, like you, this is the moment where you trust, you trust in your highest self. You trust you because I feel like you could, you could, you could waste the time of thinking like, Hey, what was he thinking? What did he want? Well, how could I done better? Am I going to be alone forever? Oh my God, I suck. All these other things, but, 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 girl, it wasn't going to be, it wasn't meant to be. And let's be honest, you're, 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 these emotions are making you inflate him to be something bigger than he was. Like you're making it like, you know, like Brad Pitt or like somebody, I don't, I don't know. Like who's the, who's hot nowadays, Pete Davidson or whatever. Like you make it sound like he got it like that. Like he, he, baby girl, he, he works at Jiffy Lube and he looks like a potato. Like, let's just call it what it is. It ain't this, it ain't all that, but I get where those emotions come from and why it's bringing us to this space. So I'm going to hit, I'm going to, I'm going to just drop some gems. I'm just dropping some heaters on this episode because I have a lot to talk about on it. Um, and I have a lot to discuss because I, you know, we, we talk about love dating relationships, but I'm, I'm, I'm a personal development coach. I always say I'm a personal development coach. We talk love dating, ratchetness, baby daddies, whatever, but we talk about personal development because I think this is the clearest, most prime example of how to grow as a human in these moments of dating and relationships. And these men's are just symptoms. These people's are just symptoms. Let's just call it what it is. All right. That's just, that's really what it is. So, um, a symptom of something internal that we must deal with and focus on and, and in order to grow, to be the person we're meant to be. I truly believe like this whole life experience thing, like you gotta think like the, like the core basis of us is experiencing life. Like that is like, like no one knows the meaning of life, but you got to ask yourself, like it's experiences, it's memories, it's actions. And through those actions and those memories dictate our growth. Like you want to be closed minded and have no growth mindset and not grow at all and be stagnant That's zero growth. And that will affect your life quality horrifically, which I think life presents us opportunities to grow. Like for my faith-based listeners, the most commonality, but I always say, if you believe in God or faith or whatever, whatever it is, or universe, what have you, there is, if you want courage, if you want growth, if you want expansion, God, higher power universe will come down and present that to you. Mike, well, they will present a situation for you to grow, for you to be confident, for you to expand. And it's up to you to take the action for it. So that's what I'm saying. This was meant to be, this breakup is meant to be because you were on your authentic self, he was in his authentic self, and it didn't work out. And guess what? His authentic self is being a little ratchet. His authentic self is going to the club and doing a little too much and getting caught up. Like, so he's showing you who he is. And even if it ended in a good way, that is beautiful that you're able to sit down and have a conversation of, I love you so much that I want to let you go. I, re I want you to receive the person you're meant to receive. That's beautiful. So what, do, but the big question is, what do we do now? The big, the real big question is, have you made the decision? Boo boo. Have you made the decision? I tell my clients all the time, you say you want to heal, 
but you're putting so much motions and energy in this man. Oh, I'm looking at his social. Oh, I'm seeing what he's doing. Oh, I'm hitting up his sister. Oh, I'm going X, Y, Z. Oh, I'm texting him here and that girl. You haven't left the relationship yet. The The party is over, boo-boo. The party is over. Everyone left. The DJ's gone. And you're still on the dance floor and the custodian sweeping around your feet. The party is over. You have to make the decision that this is over. And I, and I do one-on-one calls and I talk to a lot of women going through heartbreak. And I have them talk to me. And I say, the number one thing you got to do is make the decision that it's over and that you're going to grow. And there's something when it comes to psychology of positive association and verbalization that affects our our psyche to then act. So um, if you say, oh my God, this work day is going to suck, it's going to suck. You're not, you're not affecting, you're not positively affecting your, your brain patterns. But if you say, this is going to be the best day ever, it might be a little less crappy. So um so I say that because we have to constantly verbalize that I'm making the decision to move on. And, and, and the, what's struggle enough is I'll do one-on-one calls and they can't say it. It's really interesting. They'll be like, screw him. He's this, he's that, he's awful, da-da-da-da-da. I'm like, okay, make the decision. That it's over. Like, tell it to me. Make the decision that's over. And they can't say it, which is so fascinating uh, because you, you can't accept it that it's over. You can hate him, but it comes down to acceptance and making the decision of that acceptance. And I'll talk about, we, we got so much to talk about in this episode, but this is the number one thing we got to hit on. And even if you don't feel like it yet, again, positive mental association, right? I want you to verbalize every day. And I don't care if you're sitting on the toilet. I don't care if you're going on a walk. I don't care if you're at a bar mitzvah. You stop right now and say it. I am making the decision to move on. I'm making the decision that this relationship's over and I'm moving on to the next chapter of my life. Say, I'm, I'm going to give you a couple seconds. What's up, y'all? Sorry to interrupt. I know you guys are enjoying the episode, but real quick, I want to tell you about the Patreon. You could join it. So many different parts, early access. You can even ask me a question that can even get on this show. So it's all patreon.com slash self-hype. Check it out. Now, let's get back to it. That's right. I'm making the decision. Say it with your chest. Put some gangster energy behind it. I am making the decision that this relationship is over. I'm moving on to the next stage of my life. I am starting my healing journey. That is how we get the get to work is acceptance and making the decision and say it every damn day because here's the thing with love it's a drug just like drinking just like drugs it is a drug and you got to think your brain and your neural patterns are solely connected to this man he was your pleasure response he was your safety when you were dealing with stress and now that's severed that's gone you're going cold turkey and like any addict who's going cold turkey, they're freaking out. Their nervous system's out of whack. Their anxiety, bodily functions, all that, it's all out of whack. So it makes sense that you're here. But this is the opportunity to then move those neurons, pleasure responses, safety responses towards you. That is why we're here. This is what we're doing. This is the work we're doing. And this is why we have to do it every day. Every freaking day. Just like going to the gym... If you want to get fit and look, look, get it right and get it tight, you got to go every day. So when it comes to the mental wellness, it's not just a one and done. No, it's every day. We're, we're healing. We're not trying to get healed. We're trying to get on our healing journey. Journey requires time, 
patience, consistency, discipline. So every day I want you to say, I am making the decision. And every day I want you to be consistent with the things that we're going to discuss when it comes to this breakup and this healing journey. Okay. So here's the, here, here's the one thing right here is that like, and, and I like, I don't even know why this is even a topic, but the, the number one thing here is you got to go no contact. I know you no go no contact. You got to go no contact. It's non-negotiable. Cause I'm like, when in the world has it ever been a good idea to get to stay in contact and consistently discuss and share and connect with the person that you're supposed to learn how to not be connected with? Right? Like that, 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 that is like, like, oh, Eli, I, you know, I'm thirsty. Should I drink water? No, no, don't, don't, don't drink water. Oh, Eli, you know, I, I'm in a, in a burning building. Should I just stay in it? No, you're not going to stay in it. You know, like you have to learn how to not be with this person. So if you're breaking these boundaries and talking to them and having them, and it's just, just flaring up these emotions. Again, you got to see love as a drug. This man is your booze. This man is your drug. So what? If you're trying to get sober, you're going to go to the bar every day? Oh, I'm not going to drink, Eli. I'm just going to hang out. Really? You're at your most vulnerable in terms of trying to get this addiction out of your system, yet you're going to go to the bar? Oh, no, Eli, I'm just going to play pool in the back. Well, no, they'll drink. They'll drink. I'm just going to chill in the back. That's not being responsible. You know, already know, you got to move to the other side of town and you're not even near, near that bar. You got to tell the freaking owner saying, don't even let me in this place. Or you got to lock that place up. So this is where it takes doing no contact because you don't hang out with alcoholics if you're trying to get sober, especially in the beginning. Especially in the beginning. So why would you then hang out with your ex and break no contact and have no and, and not condone no contact if you're trying to heal and move on from the relationship? It's as simple as that. Oh, Eli, I miss him. You don't understand. It's hard, girl. That's the whole point of this. It's called discipline and growth. It's not supposed to feel good. And that is why it's hard. That is why it requires, that's where, this is how you respect yourself. Going to the gym when you feel like it is easy. Going to the gym when you don't feel like it, that is when you feel a sense of accomplishment and self-respect for yourself. And going no contact with this man, even though you want to hit him up, is exactly that. So, yes. And give yourself a challenge, like 30 days. I'm giving myself 30 days no contact. And guess what? You're like, oh, no, Eli, hits, what if he hits me up? Oh, Eli, what if he calls me? Oh, Eli, what if he texts me? You see, I'm not going no contact. He's hitting me up. That is you not taking responsibility of your actions. I'm calling you out. You already know I'm talking to you. You know who I'm talking to. You are not taking responsibility for your actions. Because if a grizzly bear comes running full sprint towards your cabin and you open the door and you complain because you get mauled, ain't no one going to feel bad for you, me included. Because you have to open the freaking door. You saw him coming a mile away he, and you open the freaking door. So don't give me that, oh, he's hitting me up. He's doing this. He's doing that. Girl, you need to see that as a sign of disrespect. If you say, I'm going no contact. And he's like, oh, okay, bet. And then he tries to holler at you. He's trying to talk to you. He's trying to do it. You need to see that as an action of disrespect. You got to see it as him breaking into your home. 
after you put locks and all that. He's disrespecting you. It's not, oh, he loves me. Maybe he needs me. Maybe he wants to be with me. He don't want you. Did he say he wanted you? Did he say, oh, you know what? I'm going to change. Did he say, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be really self-reflective. and These are the things I'm going to change. This is how I'm going to grow. No. He just wants to play with you. He just wants to know that he, he just wants to check in and say, hey, I still got you. I still got you. I still got you. I still got you. That's all it is. He's being disrespectful and he's being selfish. Even if you guys thought, oh, no, we ended good. Eli didn't do me dirty. He's being selfish because he knows that you're trying to heal. And if he loves you, you need to respect this person that you love and let them on their healing journey and leave them alone. So I need you to see that as such and not as an opportunity or a chance. This is how you end up being a side piece after you got you. This is how you get demoted from girlfriend to side piece. And nobody wants that because that is not self-respectful and you end up hating yourself because of it. So yes, go on contact, give yourself a 30-day challenge, get the drug out of your freaking system. And you're probably asking, Eli, what? what? What am I supposed to do then? I'm just gonna sit here and eat ice cream? Girl, you can eat ice cream. Allow yourself to cry, all right? I, I think if you're going through a breakup, allow yourself to feel emotions. You're allowed to feel emotion. You're allowed to cry. You're allowed to be upset. You're allowed to do all that. Tears are emotional pooping. It's emotional decompression. You got to let it out. It's you being a human being. That's fine. But what actions are you taking in that emotional response? Feel. Feel. Cry. Do all that. Miss him. I don't care if you miss him. I care about the actions that you take. That's what I care about. So, because here's the thing. That is where that self-respect comes in. Because again, we'll talk about the gym again. You want to lay on the couch and eat cheesecake. Oh man, you know, I want to lay, lay on, uh, okay, I want to eat cheesecake. Oh, I really just want to sit here. Uh, I guess I'll just sit here then. Okay, that's an action that's disrespectful. You're not respecting yourself with that action. By getting up and going is a respectful action. Doing something you don't feel like doing. So, yes, you miss him. Yes, you want to holler at him. Yes, you want to, you know, stare at him from across the street in a creepy way to see if he's breathing or if he's smiling without you. Sure, that's something you could do. But does that serve you? Does that serve you? Or is it, this is a perfect opportunity and a teaching lesson for myself to emotionally regulate myself back down to my logical and do something different that actually does serve me. So I just say that as just like a precursor of what we're talking about because I understand the feels, but it's all about what actions we take. And, and, and I know it sucks, but this is where, again, that accountability comes in. So that's really what it's all about. I think there's a couple other things that I think are really important because like once you kind of get into the throw of it, of kind of what we're talking about and you're like getting so momentum and you're like, you know what? It isn't all that. You know what? I do need to move on. You know what? That guy is kind of cute, you know, the, at the bar or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe it's not going to be that bad. If you find yourself in a little bit of progress, this is a beautiful moment of self-reflection. Oof. Self-reflection is, oh, money. Self-reflection is how we grow. Self-reflection is the first step of any sort of progress. So as much as we want to hate on him and get pissed at him and do all that with him, I need you to step out of that for a second and ask yourself without blaming him, why did it end? Oh, I know it's difficult. I know it's hard. But sometimes by you without blaming him and pointing the finger at yourself, it will show not only what actions you took, but also inactions. And I'm not talking about, oh, well, I was mean that one time or, oh, I did over, I did, you know, cuss him out because he did X, Y, Z or, 
oh, I was a little this to that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what were the things that you maybe enabled, the red flags that you looked past, the things that, you know, you knew you didn't listen to your, your consciousness, but you was okay. Or you want kids and he never did and you just went with it anyway. Like you let you look past accountability, you look past compatibility, you look past things because you're just so excited. So I say that because this is a beautiful moment of growth and self-reflection, because if we could pinpoint those things, that is actually what we're going to work on on ourselves going forward in the next relationship, but also within ourselves in general, because, you know, those lack of boundaries and things like that without speaking up is probably something deeper. And through that, I don't want you to look at it and be like, oh man, I suck. I want you to see that as like, ooh, this, these are my spaces of growth. These are my spaces of deeper understanding. Because if we dive into that in an action plan, then that is how we find the love that we should have versus the love that we are used to. You feel me? Hopefully you feel me. I don't know. I'm just in my apartment just recording this. I don't know if you do or not. But that is what it is. That is what it's all about. And so not only do you have a list of the actions you want going forward that reminds you that it's not all that, you also have a list of you, of self-reflection, you know, like that's what it is. And through that self-reflection, then you could create what are your non-negotiables in terms of your value system. Like, and I'm not talking non-negotiable list of, oh, he has to be six foot. Oh, he has to make this much amount of money. Oh, he has to, well, if money's that important to you. But, oh, he needs this, that, that, the other, you know, does he have tattoos? He needs to have tattoos. You know, I'm talking like compatibility value system stuff. I'm talking deal breakers. I'm talking, oh, okay, he, does he want kids? Is he even ready to settle down? Like, what, like, how does he feel? Like religion, you know, like, how does he view the world? Does he even have a growth mindset? My ex didn't give a damn about therapy or working on ourselves, or having conversations. How does he feel about that? Different actions create different results. Different boundaries create different people into your life, but it's up to you to take action and set it. And this is the building blocks of that. So not only are you, do you have a list of action taking, but you have a list of freaking self-reflection that could turn into non-negotiables in a value system. And again, bring the homies in. Let them know. Let them hold you freaking accountable in terms of this is where I'm going. This is who I'm meant to be. And they're going to be all about it. They're going to be like, girl, it's about damn time. We've been telling you. Ruining all our damn brunches talking about old boy. Like they are going to be about it. But again, this is you creating so much beautiful intention because everyone, again, everyone always asks like, how do I find good guys? How do I find good guys? Well, like, if you do not have the self-reflection of why you enabled the toxic behavior of the men that came before you, it's inevitable that you're going to find another one. It's the self-reflection is where we truly grow because if you do this work, then it's inevitable that the next person's going to be even better. Like if you truly do this work, you get excited for the next relationship because you know it's going to be better. You're not just oh, well, that ended. Screw him. He sucks. Oh, well, oh, there's another guy. No setting of boundaries or self-reflection. Let me just bring him into my life. Oh, he sucked again. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Guys suck, whatever. And then you're just a conveyor belt of toxicity without any actual stopping, healing, self-reflection, growth, different actions, and understanding ourselves more. But if we do that, it is inevitable for us to find the love we should have. We should have always had. 
But this is the beauty of life, of you having and able to experience these things to grow as a human being. This is like, I know it's difficult and it's hard and it's painful, but by God, you get to live it. You get to like, you get to live it. You get to, you get to experience. And all these emotions are just reminders that you're alive. Reminders that you get to live, you get to love, you get to feel, you get to experience. I'm a big old science and math and astrophysics freak. Like the likelihood of you existing is so monumentally rare. Like you listening right now, that the fact that you get to even listen to my voice and be wherever you are is just insanely just, it doesn't happen. So what are we, let's, let's take advantage of this moment because I'm going to, I'm going to be real with you. I, I know some people for a lot of different reasons, health wise, you know, mental wise, what have you, that will never find love. That will never get to feel what it's like to love someone, to even have a heartbreak. That will never get to do the self-reflection and growth and find. So I, I, I know, and it, it kills me. It hurts me deeply to know that there's, there's people that I know and I love dearly that will never get to experience the things that I've experienced with another human being. And I, and, and that is a gift and that is gratitude which is another thing to always come back to when you're healing is gratitude that you get to do these things. You get to live, you get, you get to use these moments to grow beyond what you ever thought you could grow. And this could be a beautiful moment if you let it, but it has to come down to a sense of power and self-respect for yourself. And this is where your computer, your community comes in, hold you accountable. They see these lists, they see this expansion, they see this growth, they see this self-reflection. They're like, let's do the damn thing. I'm going to hold you accountable. I'm going to hold you accountable. You said no more artists. This man, his biggest freaking music gig was at a Chipotle, like what Chipotle parking lot. Like, what are we doing here? You said, I'm holding you accountable, girl. You said, and here's the thing, you got to trust your community too. You got to trust your community. If, if, if everyone is saying, if everybody's saying, your coworkers, your mom, your ex's mom, your friends, your freaking gym trainer, everyone is saying, this new guy ain't it. You got to trust it. You got to trust it. Because these people know you in all these various degrees and they see the value in you and the gifts that you give and they know this doesn't make sense. It's important. But I think at the end of the day, you just have to trust yourself. Just like... This is such a beautiful moment of your main character journey where you get to discover who you are. And I'm like so proud of you. And I'm so excited for you because you, we, tomorrow's not promised. It could be promising, but it's not promised. And we're only as good as where our feet are. And we're all going to be old and gray one day. And we're going to look back on our memories. And what dictates the value of those memories are the actions that we take. And you're going to look back and think of how young you are now and just smile. And I want you to be able to look back and be proud of yourself. And I want you to hold on to that as well. Because uh, you're here for a reason. Let's find out why. And, and you know, obviously, if you need help with that, I would love to work with you. Uh, this is my bread and butter. This is what I do. Obviously, I'm super passionate. I've been talking about this for like half an hour. But it's like, 
to see the growth in my clients, to do this experience and like work with people that have been through some of the most toxic relationships I have ever heard and to see them slowly brick by brick rebuild themselves and create a new narrative of how they view themselves physically, emotionally, spiritually, and then see the correlation and difference of the new guys that come in that court themselves to them just based on that rebuild and that restructure of who they are is monumentally beautiful. And it is using this moment as a sense of expansion. It's not a post-breakup program. It's not a healing program. It's a personal development program. It is a life program. So I just say this because it's like I, I I feel so deeply on it. And I think this is such a beautiful space of expansion. And, and I've been I've, I've been blessed to see so many beautiful human beings come to be a part of the self-hype program, the self-hype community, my coaching program. And, and, it, and it, it, it makes me emotional. Honestly, it makes me emotional. Um, but if it's something that you are ready and you said, Eli, I'm sitting on the toilet, but by God, I am making the decision, making the decision to move on and heal and all that, girl, you better click the link in below and get to work with me. Um, but that's it. At the end of the day, you get to live it and never forget that you get to live it and, and you will move on because people have since the beginning of freaking time has moved on literally Roman days and everything else have moved on um and you can too i think i think i think you're gonna be fine but let's use this space to self-reflection you're gonna heal no matter what but let's use this space of, of, of for transformation and good and you're gonna be freaking fantastic you're a beautiful human being but be freaking consistent that's the number one thing be freaking consistent thank you so much thank you everyone for listening to this week's podcast episode i gotta get in my feels a little bit i got a little bit of my feels a little bit of god god felt it but uh, I just want to say thank you all so much. If you're really enjoying the show, give us a shout out. Give us a share, a good review on Apple Podcasts, all that, Spotify, whatever. It helps out the show so freaking much. You have no idea. And for our Patreon, thank you for everyone for supporting us. Um, consider joining the Patreon community. We have so many gifts, so many things, so many ways to connect. Uh, we make this show because of this Patreon. So that's what keeps the lights on here. So thank you all so much. Um, and thank you to Chubbo Studios. Chubbo's fantastic, who's making this look beautiful and fantastic and amazing. Uh, and if you're interested in coaching work with me, girl, I would love to hear your story. So uh, thank you all so much. And we will talk to you next week. The Self-Hype Podcast. Recording your podcast at home. Or using cheap gear. Or spending all your time editing. Or... Here at Chobo, we have podcast studios, podcast editing, podcast distribution, podcast clips, and don't forget the snack bar. Completely automate your podcast or just delegate the work you don't want to do. Oh, dead ass.